Blog Talk Radio. When you're here with us, you're in Hawaii. So please give us your attention as members of our flight crew share the safety features of this aircraft and some of our favorite spots throughout the island. For your comfort and safety, please fasten your seatbelt. Insert the flat end into the buckle. Pull the strap to tighten. To release, lift the top portion of the buckle and pull away. Seatbelts should be worn low and tight. It is Hawaiian Airlines policy that you keep your seatbelts fastened at all times when seated. When the seatbelt sign is not illuminated, you can leave your seat if necessary. When you return, please fasten your seatbelt. Your compliance with the fastened seatbelt and no smoking signs, posted placards, and crew member instructions is required. Personal electronic devices, including mobile phones, may be used at any time during the flight. However, they must be set to airplane mode with all transmittal features turned off. Laptops and items equivalent in size must be stowed during taxi, takeoff, and landing. There are eight emergency exits on this aircraft. Four on the left and four on the right. Please take a moment to locate the two exits nearest to you. Keep in mind that those exits may be in front of or behind you. All exits are equipped with evacuation slides. All evacuation slides, with the exception of those immediately behind the wings, can be detached. And use this raft in case of a water landing. This aircraft is equipped with emergency pathways that lead to all exits. To open exit doors, lift up on the handle and let go. The door will swing outward. If the cabin pressure changes in flight, an oxygen mask will appear above your seat. Quickly reach for the mask and pull it firmly toward you. This starts the flow of oxygen. Please ensure the plastic bag is clear of the mask and place the yellow cup over your nose and mouth. Secure it to your face with the elastic band, which can be tightened by pulling on the tab located on either side of the mask. The plastic breather bag may not necessarily inflate. Continue to breathe normally until advised that it is no longer needed. We suggest that you secure your mask first, then assist your child with an additional mask, making sure that it fits tightly to the face. A life vest is located between the seats or beneath the seats. Remove the life vest from the container by pulling the plastic tab. Hold the life vest in front of you. Pull the vest over your head and wrap the strap around your waist. Attach the buckle and pull the loose end to tighten. As you exit the aircraft, inflate the vest by pulling down on the red tab in front. The vest may also be inflated by blowing air into the tube at the top. 
is a federal offense to remove any vest from the aircraft. For location and operation of the infant life vest, please refer to the safety briefing card or ask a flight attendant. This is a non-smoking flight. Smoking is not permitted at any time on board this aircraft. For your safety, the lavatories are equipped with smoke detectors. Federal regulations prohibit the tampering with, disabling, or destroying of any installed detector. The cabin safety card is located in your seat pocket ahead of you. Please review this important safety information. We ask for your help in preparing the cabin for departure. Yeah! Please check to see that your seatbelt is securely fastened, your tray table is closed and locked, and your seat back is in its full upright position. Make sure your headrests and video monitors are in a stowed position and your carry-ons are properly stowed completely beneath the seat in front of you. Or in the overhead compartment. For guests in our business or first-class cabin, please ensure that your foot and leg rests are in the stowed position. If you're seated next to a window, please raise your window shades for takeoff. On behalf of all of us here at Hawaiian Airlines, thank you very much for choosing to fly with us. Mahalo nui loa no ko o ko koho anayamako. Enjoy your flight. And I'm sure that most everyone listening might have repeated those words or heard those words on an airplane of their choice, uh, airline of their choice, where they worked and so forth. Good afternoon, folks. This is the airline radio talk show and the Eastern Airlines radio show. Or we're on the, on the air live with another episode of Airline Talk, News and History. And we call it the Airline Radio Hour, bringing you stories from here and there and from one airline to another. My name is Neil Holland. I'm a retired captain with Eastern Airlines and producer of the show. If you're listening in on the show's website, you must be on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie, that's C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E. And for those listening that would uh, prefer to listen to our shows, that's the website, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. That's uh, C-A-P-T, abbreviation for Captain and then Eddie. And if you'd like to call in and talk with our guest during the show, add your memories, and why not call us? Call us now. We've got a pretty good number of folks that are on our producer's board, I see, so we'll be getting to them just in a minute. And uh, our uh, call-in number is area code 213-816-1611. That's 213-816-1611. And I'll see your number as it appears on my board and open up your microphone and just join right in with us and Share those memories. I'm sure you have memories if you work for an airline. Some good and some probably not so good. But at any rate, we want to hear your story as well. You know, we're a satellite-based radio station. We don't have an antenna on the ground. Instead, our antenna is 22,000 miles above the earth. So we get around. We get around globally. And we have 50 countries that we've identified that listen to us, some regularly. Uh, we had about 26 last week. Uh, we did introduce South uh, Africa that joined us and also South Korea. Uh, Korea joined in uh, listening. So uh, we, get, uh, we don't get calls from these countries uh, because they are, of course, varying time zones. And most folks uh, in different countries listen to us on our ar archive version of the show. After we uh, end the, the show, it takes about 15 minutes, and there's an archive of that episode. It's put into the archive. We have probably over 700 shows now archived over the past 12 years that we've been on the air. Let me repeat the number again, 213-816-1611. Call us now. And uh, the song that you, what well, wasn't a song, it was, uh, well, I don't know. It, uh, I usually try to pick a, an airline, a different airline with each show, and I try to get the theme song of that airline. However, I kind of liked Hawaii's, uh, uh, not a song, but I guess it's more of a uh, instructional uh, 
that they use, and I'm not sure where they used it, sure where they used it, but uh, it was interesting and uh, to hear uh, the instructions given to the passengers. Uh, and that was the, one of the ads that Air, Hawaii Airline used. Now, we do have callers on our board, and um, let's see if we can open up the microphones uh, from, uh, well, first of all, I do have an announcement. I'm going to get to it real quick. And um, it's uh, about our new show that we'll broadcast Monday night, uh, March 6th at 8 p.m. So if you are up and you want to listen to some stories, uh, we do share our programming with Eastern Airlines Radio Show, the Eastern Airlines Radio Show. And uh, we do have this show on Saturdays that we dedicate to the Airline Radio Hour because we have a number of airlines that uh, we uh, uh, listen uh, or, or talk with on the radio show and also on the Facebook. Uh, so uh, the, the, sh the show on Monday evening is going to be uh, pre recorded it's a podcast I think that's what they call them uh, it's not a live show and it's going to be some great stories that are shared by uh, Eastern Airlines uh, employees and uh, from all different uh, departments of the airline so if you are with Eastern you want to hear some great stories or if you're from other another airline listen in eight o'clock the same uh, blog talk radio.com forward slash Captain Eddie at eight o'clock. The storytellers are Harry Lindquist, and Harry uh, was, uh, uh, for, uh, he has been a host for us, and I've asked him to do some reading. He's got a great voice, and uh, yours truly. Both of us will be doing some of the readings of uh, stories that we uh, hear, uh, that we have heard and read. Uh, and uh, let's see, that's about all. So, uh, that's my announcement. So now I'm going to find out who is with us and where they are, what's happening in their backyard, as I like to call it, what's happening in your backyard. And uh, I want to start off with way up there in the north country of Canada and uh, Brenda Chabot. Brenda, how are you? How's the weather and what's happening in your backyard? Well, I'm good. And uh, weather-wise, it's sunny. Uh, blue sky, and lots of snow that came last night. Oh, and the amazing God. thing was, oh, yeah, over a foot. Um, <laughs> the amazing thing was there was thunder and lightning last night during the snowstorm. Wow. It was, That's yeah, unusual. It was amazing. Is yeah. it ever? Like I was sitting yeah. here, and it, I've seen it since. On, people on Facebook saw it as well, but I thought, is that, what's that lightning? And it came again, and then a huge crash of thunder. It's like, wow. Oh, wow. Well, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I'm living in the twilight zone. <laughs> weather phenomena. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for uh, tuning us in, and I want to talk to you a little bit more later on. And uh, area code sure. 512, I think, might be Dripping Springs, Texas. Hello, Jim Harris. Captain Jim Hello, Harris. Captain Neil. Yep, it's Jim Harris. I'm in Dripping Springs, Texas. It's another wonderful day here. i got a clear blue sky. It's about 70-plus degrees, a light breeze. Oh. It's another beautiful day. Okay. Wow. Very good. All right. And I'm going to open the microphone. I think this is Sharon Moore. Hello, Sharon. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. Where are you, and what's happening in your backyard? Well, it's very windy, and we had the same thing uh, Brenda had in Canada. We had some um, lightning storm, what? and I thought wow. it was a tornado. <laughs> but it was Where are you, Sharon? I'm in Somerset, New Jersey, the middle part of the uh, state. Yeah, I hear wow. that wind on your on your telephone. We can hear really? the wind. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like about 25 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like that. I don't know. I was afraid a tree was going to fall on my bedroom. <laughs> I kept watching Ooh, you it. That. <laughs> uh, okay, good that you tuned us in. And let's see. Let's go back down. to. Well, this might be a Texas number, area code 512749. I'm not going to give the rest of the number, but I'm going to open your microphone, I think. Five one two. 
749. Hello. Okay. Yes, who 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 said hello? I, I didn't know I didn't know I was going to be uh on air. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you're, you're right. It's 512. Yeah, 512. Where is 512? What part of Texas? Wimberley, Wimberley, Texas. Uh, Wimberley, just Texas. South of Dripping Springs. Oh, okay. Yes, I bet Jim Harris knows where you Jim are. Harris. Yes. Yes. I know Jim, Jim? Harris. You, you know Jim Harris? Yes. I love Jim Harris. Harris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, oh. I called her this morning and reminded her to tune in so she could call in. Okay. All right. I, Very I, good. I didn't know I was calling in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't. Uh, but yes, uh, don't. I'm sorry. It's a sunny day. It's a sunny day. Uh, over seventy. Um, it's a. It's just a beautiful sunny day here. A normal. Uh, uh, late winter. Late winter, early. Beautiful. All right. Very good. And you're real close to Dripping Springs, Texas. Uh, yes, 12 miles south of Dripping Springs. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you for calling we're, in. We're, we're, be- we're a beautiful little place here. I'm going to get on Google Earth and find out where you are. <laughs> we yes. can drop in Remember. on each other, you know, with Google Earth. If you got an address, we can find you. But uh, thanks for tuning us in. I've got another caller on area code 561. Who might that be? Area code I think five... that might be me, Gil. Who's me? Harry? Okay. This is Dennis Sossler, uh, and I'm with the uh, Space Coast Silverliners. Hey, we've Dennis. spoken before. How are yes. you doing today, Captain Neal? We're doing, I'm uh, doing fine. Just wanted to give you an update on our new chapter here in uh, on the Space Coast. Um, we had a meeting every month, and last month's uh, meeting, we had a couple of guest speakers. One was from the uh, Florida Guardian Ad Litem Agency, and they provide uh, child welfare advocates representing abused and abandoned and neglected children. And our other guest speaker was the Friends of Children, and uh, they collect funds for clothing, beds, school supplies, et cetera, for uh, needy children in Brevard County. Uh, our, our new uh, monthly meeting will be coming up on this Thursday, March 9th, and uh, that's going to be at noon um, at the Island Times Marina and Restaurant uh, on 400 West Cocoa Beach Causeway in Cocoa Beach, Florida. And uh, we look forward to... Uh, welcoming new members. We're up to about 32 members now. Wow. So we've wow. grown. Right. We've, we've grown that much in, in like two, three months now. Uh, and again, wow. just as a reminder, you know, the chapter is open to all current and Florida and uh, former flight attendants. Um, and uh, there's about 80, I believe, airlines that are represented uh, in the international chapter. So, um, we look forward to, to, you know, new members joining our group. And as you see, we, we uh, you know, provide a service to our local communities by supporting um, organizations and charities. And we do fundraising events, et cetera. Um, so it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good organization, you know, to give back to the community besides our, our socializing. Yeah. Brenda, would you like I'm, I'm to add a comment to that? Yeah, that's Brenda. Sorry, should I go? Um, That's wonderful that you're growing so fast. Very exciting. Now, are any of the members going to be able to make it to Dallas in uh, the end of April? Um, Not sure. Uh, We'll discuss that uh, this coming uh, Thursday uh, and see who's all going. Uh, I know the um, you know the uh, notice has gone out, and I've received it myself. Are you going to be yeah. going out to uh, Texas for oh, that? Oh, yes. I haven't okay. missed one since I joined. You re- oh, really okay. try and try and get people to come. There's nothing okay. like it. Nothing can compare. 
of the okay. feeling of being with everybody and the camaraderie and it's wonderful. So if you can try and get a couple to come, okay? Okay. Do you have any idea how many people are committed to going so far? I think we have close to 75. Okay. Um, this this is the um we call it the board meeting, but really it's mm-hmm. a mini convention. Um, right, and the right. convention will be next year hosted by Atlanta, and it's going to take place oh. in, um, oh, I always forget it, uh, Carolina, the, okay. where the, the big golf place on the ocean, oh. quite famous. Okay. But anyway, that, that's where that's taken. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. That's oh, next okay. year. Yeah. Huh. So if anybody can make it to Dallas, they've got so much planned, so much fun. So it would be great. Dennis, the money. Uh, Dennis, yes, what airline? Did. Yeah, which airline are you with? Where are you with? Uh, I was with Eastern Airlines right till okay. the end. <laughs> okay. Uh, and and do you have they, a pretty pretty good representation at, with the chapter there of different airlines? You have uh, or most Eastern or United? It, which it, airlines? It's a combination. Yep, it's a combination because, as you, you you probably know, several of our employees had gone on to other airlines after our demise. Uh, but in addition to that, especially with some of the newer airlines, uh, we have uh, rep- we have members from Southwest Airlines and you know United as well. Um, I beg your pardon. Oh, I don't know whether that yep. was Brenda or not. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, my yep. For yep. We have members of other airlines besides Eastern, and like I said, South Southwest Airlines, uh, Spirit Airlines, um, United, American, etc. Okay. Very good. Very good. It's wonderful. All right. Well, you know, for a topic uh, for our show today, uh, it's not scripted today, although I'd like to. Uh, uh, talk about uh, some of the things that uh, that uh, we uh, in the aviation uh, or particular airline business. Um, which what movies do you recall that you liked that dealt with the airline? And uh, I found a few that were cons- well, the ten best movies and the ten best books about the airlines or aviation. And I just wanted to kind of share them with you and to see what your thoughts are and if you have your own favorites. But uh, can anyone uh, start off by telling me what their favorite movie was that relates to the airline industry? What their personal favorite was? Neil, I can. There was one, um, it didn't, become a big movie, but it was with uh, Bar- um, Mikhail Baryshnikov, and it was White Knight, it was called, and it was a White 747, Knight. and it had to do with him um, being a ballet dancer and uh, fleeing Russia, but the plane gets into trouble, and when it crash lands, the scene inside the cabin is the best I've ever seen in a movie as far as what it would be like absolutely the best it um ah. because so many of them are so fake it just doesn't cut it yeah but that yeah. movie it's called white knights and um white knights. I, know, I know this sounds sick but it's it's um like not knights k and i it's nights like evening um okay it's it's worth for an aviation person it's worth watching just for that scene <laughs> well i yeah, can imagine that you might be able to put it in your browser and and pull it up, uh, you, you know. Oh, you, I never you thought of that. To to, yeah, you don't have to go to the movies anymore to see the movies. You just uh, put it in yeah. your browser and find out uh, uh, what it's yeah. all about. You might have to pay Netflix or Hulu or one of those. Yeah. If it, yeah, if Good it's point. not part of the program, yeah. Yeah, because but that's it, always, late nights. It's great. Yeah. My favorite was always The High and the Mighty because that – that uh, encouraged me to want to become an airline pilot. That movie was filmed back in 1954, and of uh, course the star was John Wayne. Now, who didn't yes. like a movie with with, with John Wayne in it? 
<laughs> and uh, and Robert Stack, I believe, was in the movie uh, as well. So well, uh, that was always my favorite. And, of course, it won the Academy Award with the song, The High and the Mighty. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Academy Award winner. Yeah. Hmm. Anyone else have a favorite movie? Well, the one that I liked that had me at the edge of my seat was the one on the landing on the Hudson, or what? I forget the title of it. With um, oh yes, Sully. yes, Sully. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yep. I was yeah. white knuckling it, and I <laughs> that was amazing. I think they did a good it job. It was with good. That. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a very good. Yeah, very good. Well, uh-huh. how about snakes? Did one? anyone see the movie Snakes? No, no. I, I hate them that much. I wasn't going to watch it. <laughs> Me either, Brenda. Uh, well, I never did see it either, but I think it's about the snakes getting out of the cargo hole area and, yeah. and uh, coming oh up God. into the cabin. Uh, no, I would be clinging uh, my fingernails oh, to the fuselage at the top of it, very top. Me too. Yeah. How about Jim Harris? What was your favorite movie? I'm afraid my, my favorite movie, the same as yours, was High Mighty. High and the Mighty. You it was a good that, movie, yeah. and uh, yeah. yes, I enjoyed it a lot. It probably inspired me some. Now, the, but I enjoyed the movie. The the writer yeah. of that, uh, that that movie was the same writer that wrote uh, Fate is a Hunter, which was uh, the author was oh. Ar- Ar- Ernest Gann. Ernie Gann, and he was an honorary member of the Retired Eastern okay. Pilots Association. But he wrote uh, uh, Fate is a Hunter, which was also a movie, and he wrote several books that turned into movies. And I think the best, of course, I thought always thought was High and the Mighty. Um, there's another movie that I'm going to test you as far as trivia is concerned. Does anyone know the name of the movie that won the very, very first Academy Award. Mm, nope. I mean, I mean the very first one. When they first, nope, no, this is an aviation movie, and oh, it won movies? the very first Academy Award that was ever given a movie. Uh, wow. And by the way, it 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 was not a talkie. Wow. Uh, and it won the <laughs> no, the name of the the name of the uh, movie was Wings, W I N G S. Oh wow! And it won the Academy Award because it was before the talk talking movies with scripts and acting. It won the Academy Award because of the aerial fights of the pilots oh. in those old aerial uh, old airplanes in World War One. And the oh, title was Yeah, Wings. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, let's see, any others? How about an Airplane? Did anyone see the movie Airplane? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. I think we all saw that one. <laughs> yeah, that's that a great one. one. <laughs> well, one according to the list that Jacqueline. I found, it made, it made it to the number one position on the – Ten best movies of airlines, and it was airplane. Oh, and, uh, very good. Yeah, very and good. it was Neil, what a funny movie. Yeah. What was the one that was with Dean Martin and Jacqueline Bissett? It wasn't a comedy, remember? Jean, uh, yeah, she was hang the on flight a... attendant. He was the pilot. Yeah, oh, I can't I remember the I'm familiar with the movie, but I can't remember what the name was. Yeah, yeah, that was another one that you know. Was, I think it was a DC-8 or something. It was a narrow, narrow body, that's for sure. But Kinda yeah, interesting, eh? Yeah, Kelly, hmm. uh, peace. What would that be? Uh, yeah. I, I can. Uh, airport. Well, we, airport. Airport. That that's was right. right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Airport. And, and, and that's where, didn't they have a snow st- scene there where Chicago yes. and Hare, uh snowed in and they had to use the plows to plow the runway? 
and they had an airplane yeah. that was uh, that uh, was in an emergency, and they didn't have the runway plowed and all that. Yes. yes. Now you're bringing it all back. We're all yeah. going to want to watch these again. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have nightmares. Now, <laughs> airport. Uh, now, airport starred. Now, Burt Lancaster was in that movie, yeah. and Dean Martin, <laughs> Dean Martin, and um, the name of the, Leslie, the airline was Transglobal Airlines, Transglobal. Yeah. yeah, Leslie Nielsen was the captain. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. Now. <laughs> Ever been to it, see Billy? Ever seen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh golly! All right. Uh, how about ca- how about Catch Me If You Can? Would you think that oh, yeah. that would be a movie about the airlines? Yeah, I never know. Jeff yeah. like a pilot. Yeah, <laughs> well, he was a big. He was an imposter, Leonardo right. Capretti. That's right. That's right. And oh, there's yeah. another one, The Aviator. Do you remember the movie? Was, the oh Aviator? yes. I didn't see it, but I, it's Howard Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, and that was played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, DiCaprio. Right. right. Yeah. And Catherine you know, Hepburn. oh, I was going to say some trivia. Go ahead. Go ahead. Of uh, the airplane that flew for what twenty minutes? That was my birthday. I was born that day and that year. <laughs> Phoenix. Flight of, <laughs> Flight of the right? Phoenix. Uh oh, the movie. Yeah. No, you're. Yeah, you I have, you're talking. The Spruce Goose. Yeah, the Spruce Goose. I was born that day and that year. Oh. Oh. The Spruce Goose. Yeah, I'm telling you my age. I was on the Spruce Goose. Were you? You take the trip, the tour. We um had a what was it? The International Cabin Safety Symposium was out there, and uh, we had a tour of that and the Queen Mary. And boy, that cockpit is the smallest cockpit I've ever seen in my life. It was so, I mean it, it was so, I don't know how he got in. He was a tall man. But yeah, that that was great. I thought that would be a big cockpit uh, if Howard Hughes. uh, No, at any rate. Well, and of course, it was was, right? Yeah. And it only flew it for about 20 minutes, did you say, Sharon? That was it, 20 minutes? Something like that, maybe even less than that. Wow. Well, a couple of minutes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But somebody gave me a picture of that for my birthday because <laughs> it was the same Aww. day. That's <laughs> my special. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. That's good trivia. <laughs> we should put that in the magazine. I think we will. <laughs> You know, that's and, funny. I should have done that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the number one of uh, all the movies uh, was uh, Airplane. Uh, and, oh, that was so good. Uh, do, you, do you guys remember who started? I know the basketball player. What was his name? Uh, oh, the big oh, tall Kareem, yeah, Kareem. Abdul. Yeah. Abdul. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Abdul-Jabbar. And, then and the nuns. Yeah, and the nuns. And Robert Stack was in that one too, and I can remember him walking through the terminal and the Moonies. Do you remember the Moonies, the religious yeah. organization that, oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. tried to get oh, some money out of you by giving you a book, which they never would give you unless you gave them money? <laughs> oh, Lord, this is really bringing us back in time. Yeah. Really. I have to think how many crews, airline crews around the world, Sat in bars at their crew hotel watching airplanes. I know I'm oh, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there was a, there was one that was called. Uh, oh golly, what was the name of that movie? Uh, the Terminal. Mm-hmm. And and that was uh, I didn't see that, but Tom Hanks played in that one. Tom Hanks with uh, the terminal. He, the wow. terminal. He li- remember he lived in the terminal. He he couldn't get out or something. I don't oh. know why he was trapped in the terminal. That's one of my nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's good. In Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now all these terminals have got all these elaborate uh, food courts and dress shops and all sorts of different shops in them. And uh, so I guess you could live in a terminal. And um, now, one recently that I saw that um, I don't know whether you can consider it an airline movie, but George Clooney starred in it. George Clooney, and he was um, a pitch man for a company that fired people. Oh, yes. I saw up that in up the in air. the air. It, up in the air. <laughs> up in the air. Yep. That's, yep. That was a pretty up good movie. I enjoyed that. That was pretty good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a good now, movie. Now, see if you guys can recall this, because I can't recall the name of the movie. But it starred, uh, I believe, again, Robert Stack may have been the main star. But he was an alcoholic captain. And uh, what he, else he drank <laughs> right before he yeah, yeah, what else to. <laughs> and, uh, and right before flight time, he had to have a drink. And during flight, he had to have a drink. So he would come on board the airplane early, and he would strap his bottle uh, in the lab forward lavatory underneath the sink. And you remember that? And he would tape it. He would tape it wow. to the, uh, the plumbing underneath the sink. And then during flight, long flight, he would uh, go back there and, and uh, take his little little drinks. And, uh, and then I don't there, remember there was, that. There was an emergency that arose, and and um, and I forgot what it was. But uh, at any rate, it was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it because I was drinking a lot during those days. <laughs> I could have done a five with the guy. I have to, can I tell you a little story? It's quite sad. We had, um, of course, as we all know, there's, you know, everybody's different. And we had one captain who was a go-getter, you know. He was he was going to become chief pilot, you know what I mean, come hell or high water. Yeah. Well, we were in Frankfurt, and we'd had our, it was a 747, we'd had our um, layover. And we're heading back to the airport in the crew bus, and we got out, and we're on the curb waiting for the crew bus driver to take the luggage out. <laughs> and there's old Four Stripes. Well, he wasn't very old. <laughs> throwing up on the curb oh, gosh. in front of everybody. He And, you know, of all things to happen to him, because he actually had the flu. He had not been drinking, but uh-huh. it sure didn't look good. <laughs> oh, gee. Passengers to see your pilot throwing up. Everybody else so sure is thinking, oh, that's not mine. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I see a captain that's in one of the magazines that's walking the guy, guide dog with sunglasses Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so good. And I think it was Monty Python that did a skit of these, uh, a captain and a first officer that were drunk, and they were sitting there in the uh, passenger <laughs> waiting area, boarding area, and and they were they were talking about what they would do if they were <laughs> went on their next flight, and uh, I think it was a Monty Python, and of course he did the one that uh, he said that the captain says, let's have some fun. This is boring. And and, and, um, and he picked up the microphone. Oh, we just had a fire in number one engine. And then he put he put the microphone back down. Didn't say anything. And then he said, uh, Oh, folks. Uh, anyhow, he kept bring, bringing up these emergencies that were happening to the airplane. Did you guys ever see that skit? That Monty Python. I have, yes. It is hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's good. Now, Jim Harris, all of this conversation must have reminded you of something. Everything that you, I was thinking about, you've talked about. See, we weren't that different, were we? All the crews, no matter who you flew for, were 
kind of the same. <laughs> did you guys ever think that uh, there was a flight that you had that uh, should have been turned into a movie? Ah, <laughs> uh, I think Sharon. my whole airline thing was a was a movie. <laughs> when I think of all the things that took place over twenty two years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What was yeah. your favorite uh, layover city, Sharon? Where did you? Well, I like it... San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I also like Montreal, and I like, love Toronto. Yeah. I had a lot of places that I loved. Um, yeah. But I think New York City, I lived in New Jersey. I was born and raised in New Jersey, but I always liked my layovers in New York City at the time. I don't know if I would like it now, but yeah. I always saw a matinee or yeah. something walking around by yourself. There was always was something to do. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And restaurants. Oh, the best restaurants. Great yeah. Uh, San Francisco. <laughs> did did you lay over at the Cranberry? Yes, we did. Oh, I love that <laughs> hotel. Yep. And that Tabasco popcorn. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was cute. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I went well, to a. I uh, earthquake there. Well, it wasn't an earthquake; it was a uh, tremor. Uh-huh. And my headboard on my bed was bouncing back and forth, and I thought, "What's going on in the next room?" <laughs> 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 so I went and looked out the window and everything, and then I realized it was a little tremor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really thought that because, you know, the walls weren't that thick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, golly. We used to to share rooms uh, in the early days, back in the early 60s and the 50s. But uh, the captain and the first officer on the conveyors when I started flying – 440s, Convair 440s, and the Martins and all. Uh, we shared rooms. You remember those days, don't you, Jim Harris? I do I remember you those do. days. Yeah. And, and that, this particular this particular uh, flight that I was on, I had a very religious uh, captain, and he invited me to get down on my knees and play pray there by the bed before turning the light out. <laughs> so. We, oh, well. I, I did as the captain told me because I was a brand new <laughs> co-pilot. You know, I'm not going to do anything that uh, would get him upset and give me a bad report. But it, it was so funny. We we were staying at, at in Louisville, Kentucky, at the old Water, Waterford, I think, the Waterford or the Waterson mm-hmm. Hotel in Louisville, Kentucky, and it, it it was a hotel that had a couple of wings. To it, and one wing uh, faced the other wing, so you could look across the way and see into the other room. <laughs> now you get, uh, you, where you, this get is going. you get the picture. Yeah. So That's here it. I am with a very <laughs> religious <laughs> captain, very religious captain, and we turn the lights out, and we're about ready to close the uh, the shades, the curtains. And looking across the way in another room, guess what was happening over there? <laughs> well, you, you can imagine. I, I can imagine. <laughs> you can imagine. Well, that religious captain wouldn't let me shut the the, the curtains. <laughs> he wanted he wanted to con- continue watching this this show. But oh, true story. God. True story. Now I could I could write about that one. That was a good story. Oh man, I'm getting some great magazine ideas here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh golly. Well, anyhow, it's time to talk about a little bit about the Silverliners, Brenda. So tell us all about the Silverliners, and uh, I've I've uh, uh, just about it is such a great group. Yeah, it's just. I mean, where else do you find a group of uh, flight attendants, well, a profession, 
I mean, they don't have this with teachers, bankers, lawyers, you know, dentists. So here we have this group that had been in aviation, and it started, of course, and still it remains, a flight attendant organization. But again, we welcome pilots. Um, mm-hmm. They were very much a part of the, you know, cabin crew, so to speak, like the both ways. And um, they would be associate members, which means they can't vote, um, or, you know, on changing bylaws or this, that, and the other. But nonetheless, they're the most welcome. And our host, Neil, is our cherished silver liner. Um, yep. Anyway, we're growing at a very fast pace. We, when I started in 2018, I think it was May, uh, so almost five years, but I think we had 300 and something members. And we're up to over 800 now, and we've got many new chapters opening. And it's mm-hmm. um, the, the fact that you get to work together still, kind of as crew, but this time you're working for charity to help people. And I think that's wonderful. I really do. Yeah. Because it's anything from walkathons to 50-50 draws to um, doing garage sales. Imagine the fun of being with your crew, like it was, and you're all mm-hmm. getting everything together and planning it, and then you have it, and, you know, you have some success with it, and it goes to charity. It's just wonderful. And the groups, the different ones, they also go to outings together. Like, they'll go to a special uh, theater, you know, show, or to, um, oh, I don't know, a zoo or a museum or whatever. So it isn't only working for, you know, but they'll still do their 50-50. But, yes, Silver Liners International is a wonderful organization. And so flight attendants, both uh, active and retired, are most welcome to join us. We'd just love to have you. Yeah, so that's, okay. I think, all and- I can say. And the best part about not the, well, I guess the best part is just the camaraderie that you guys have. And uh, I've been right in over here in Jacksonville chapter, although I've missed a couple of them here lately. But they have a good turnout, and it's good uh, to hear, uh, you know, the the conversation that uh, at the table. Of course, we have a long table; we can't hear uh-huh. everybody. That's the problem. Yeah. You want to, yeah. And we had the one that uh, was in her 90s, I think, that showed up on this last one. That I forgot her name. Wow. But she was in her 90s, and um, and um, but at any rate, they're really good. Uh, and the food that they they uh, select the restaurant for the. Uh, meeting and sometimes the uh, member, one of the members uh, themselves, would uh, have the uh, meeting in their home and um, yeah. and, and uh, catered. So that's that's a lot of fun. I just had one in my home. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun because you could hear each other. I mean, sometimes the, re- the restaurants yeah. we went to, you know, we either couldn't sit all together or we had to have different tables. But I have four people going to Dallas, to Texas. Wow. Excellent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excellent. I wish I could go, but I can't go right now. So I'll go to the next one, though. <laughs> yep. I get that's it. That, and that happens. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. lovely that there's four. Have they registered already? Yep. They're all set. <laughs> oh, they're, they're going to love it. Yeah. And the one love girl it. has a friend in Texas, so she's going to go too. That she used to fly with with Eastern. So oh. everybody's excited. Now this uh, this meeting in Texas is not as long as many days as the convention, is it, Brenda? That's right. It's um, I'm just trying to think. Three days and two nights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's well, I don't yeah. know. It's the 21st on and the I Friday think they night. Yeah. On the 24th. They, they, so it might be three. Yeah, I think three it's days. the 21st through the 24th. Okay. Yeah. Right. The 24th. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just that the uh, convention is bigger and we have the skit contest and the Silver Liner contest at that, <laughs> which is so much fun. And um, we have the silent auction and all that. Um, yeah. at the convention that we don't have. But we do have the boutique, 
Where, now, that's another thing. The chapters very often will do something to raise money for their chapter. And so we have Florida Gulf Coast did these, what we call the bling shirts. They're uh-huh. t-shirts with the Silver, Lar- bleh, Silver Liners logo all in sparkly on the front. They're really cute. And another one did, um, oh, what was it? I think Palm Beach might have done a sleep shirt. Yes, and, I have a great one. <laughs> okay, and who is um Oh, I know it's not. Oh, Florida Emerald Coast. They did yep. a lovely tote bag, a black mm-hmm. tote bag. And there's been some really good things that have come out, which is a lot of fun. So, yes, we always have a boutique where you can purchase these things. Can I well, say yeah. something? Yeah. About the bling T-shirts? Yeah. My sister and I wore our shirt going through security in um, Tampa, and it set yeah. off all the bells and alarms. Oh. And 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 the one guy had a sense of humor. He said, "What is it with these girls and all these shirts?" <laughs> he goes, "You better tell the rest of them that are coming not to wear these shirts." <laughs> That's funny. So make make you take them off. <laughs> yeah, take that shirt off <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, Neil, that lady was Sue Steele. <laughs> Sue Steele, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's funny, Sharon. <laughs> I know. Well, We're like, y- what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's something we used to do, and I'll pass it on. I don't know if you've ever done it at the Silver Liners, but at our REPA conventions, we always had someone that sold raffle tickets. And, uh, yes. and and uh, we, we we would collect about two thousand dollars or twenty five hundred dollars uh, during the convention, and and then during the night of the convention, the banquet that night, of course we would uh, do the uh, selection of the tickets in the in the in the fishbowl, and whoever won got the um, well there were three winners. One would had a the biggest amount of money than the second and third. And and then it, the half, they would always divide up one half of it uh, to the three winners. And the other half went to uh, the charitable yes. organization. And I don't know if you guys yes. do that or not. We do. We do do that. Our Ways and Means Committee sells Very those good. tickets. And Very that good. is excellent. Like you say, it's a good job. Oh, we yeah. need it. I mean, right now, Neil, we are looking for sponsorships slash ads. Oh. Um, oh. Connie is, pre- yeah, Connie is preparing a uh, media kit uh-huh. that is very professional. That, for example, the chapters can take to um, their local chamber of commerce, and maybe for a very reasonable price, the chamber of commerce can place an ad or sponsorship in the magazine, which helps with the cost. And, of course, it'll help with tourism because that's, you know, and well, that chapter is helping helping their community anyway. You know, and, Brenda. Uh, I will. Sorry. Yeah, Brenda, we had that at REPA, the retired pilots. And what we had two sponsors, and I think Merrill Lynch was one of them. Uh, Merrill okay. Lynch Investment. And they had a hospitality room. And uh, they would set up the hospitality room, and uh, of course, you know what beverage <laughs> beverages and yeah. uh, orders <laughs> and that type of choice. thing were served. And uh, yeah. I don't know whether you guys, you, I'm sure you could get uh, some pretty good people to to sponsor a room, a hospitality room. That's an excellent idea, Neil. And the other thing I came up with is, at least for advertising, and it could be sort of sponsorship, go to the, um, and we're preparing for that, uh, <laughs> Janie Hughes is going to do that. Oh, uh, boy. Approach the, <laughs> the liquor manufacturers. Yeah. Rum, mm-hmm. rye, gin, vodka. Sure. Why not? I yeah. mean, the, number one, you know, at the convention, sure, we have the drinks. But aside from that, all airlines buy a lot of liquor. They're a big yeah, customer right. of these. Yeah. So we're g- going to have a look at that too and uh that's what we need. We we just need yeah. sponsorship because we the magazine is very important to keep us together. 
And so we need to be able to support that magazine. And, of course, it's very costly. Um, And so through sponsorship and or um, ads, then I think we're going to be able to do that. So that's just a new Mm -hmm. thing we're working on right now. So if anybody is a CEO of a liquor company listening around the world, give us a call. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe a healthcare agency or something like that as a sponsor, because after all, most all of us are getting up at that age where we have to start thinking about, you know, the uh, latter years. And uh, I know exactly lots of opportunity for that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well, we're going to have to. um, It's just we're growing so fast, you know, that the. it's getting so big that in order to keep it together, we, there's some changes, as we all know, you have to make. So well, this, we're working see, on this, it. Yeah, this year or last year, you got, what, two or three West Coast chapters started? Oh, yeah. We have um, Los Angeles. Um, San Fran. We have on. LA. Yeah, San Francisco is on. Um, SoCal, Southern California. Seattle's on. Yep. Yeah, so right there, we have all of those. You know, yeah. we have Phoenix uh, out there. We have Denver. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we've got a few out there. We need help with Chicago. Chicago's struggling. Um, okay. So, you know, it happens. Um, oh. And like you said, Chicago used to be so vibrant. But yeah. we age out, you know. And so we need some new, but yeah, we're at the outreach committee, which Barbara Bukeda looks after, is very, very active. Okay. And it's yeah. just great. So we're growing. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, maybe we can do a Silverliners radio hour here, like we talked that about. That is a great and, idea. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I think, very you good. Know, I can't, Neil, I can't help but think of, say, Alitalia. They were so proud of their airline, and it was a very dignified airline. They had the best, you know, um, what do you call it, uniforms and stuff, all was yeah. classy. And the, uh-huh. then it went under, and those yeah. flight attendants were devastated. Well, wouldn't they like to, you know, all of a sudden yeah. get together again in their own country? But this yeah. is where we need the model. We need the model of how to do that, how to, do how it, to have yeah. off, offshoots in other countries. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and it looks Swiss Air is another one. Yeah. You know? is, Sabina, is Sabina Airlines still around? You know, that's a good point. I was thinking mm-hmm. about that. I don't know. I'm not sure yeah. on Sabina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, KLM's doing fine, but, yeah, it's. Um, yeah. I think there's certainly potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Well, we've managed to uh, kill an hour here. So, <laughs> it was a but, great hour. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to have your convention because you say the next one is going to be at Hilton Head. Yes. Yeah. The hotel they have is right on the beach. Well, that's right up the road from Jacksonville, so uh, yeah, might be an opportunity uh-huh. to come up that way. Yeah. Oh, that'd be wonderful, Neil. Yeah, we're not too far away. You know, bring your wife too. Jacksonville. Oh, I would. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. That would be so nice. Very so, yeah, good. We look forward, right? <laughs> we do. What happened? What happened oh, yeah. with Nashville? They they changed it to a Hilton Head. Yeah, they did. I don't know what. Ha- oh, it, I think it was too expensive. Oh, and of course, Nashville okay. is such a tourist town. And so, sure. yeah, that this, yeah, so they changed it because of that. I would have loved Nashville. We all would have. But, you know, again, yeah. for the for the pilots, uh, Jacksonville was a good uh, convention. We've had about three conventions here uh, over the years. When we were, uh, we don't have a an association any longer. It's pretty much disbanded. But we had, uh, and and it was a good uh, a good convention center because we've got St. Augustine and and the uh, beaches yeah. and so forth here in Jacksonville. So we've had a lot in Florida. Like we had um, Miami that hosted, um, Tampa, of course, St. Pete's, uh, well, Florida Gulf Coast hosted, um, PBI hosted, uh, West mm-hmm. Palm Beach. Um, 
so we have had, and that's only in the last five years. Okay. So it's been mostly Florida. But now we had uh, the meeting in Omaha. Um, I really enjoyed that meeting. And then this one, like I say, is in Dallas. So it's kind of nice to be a little out of the way instead mm-hmm. of always in Florida, you know. Yeah. But yeah. mind, you have to watch it too because the airfares can be very expensive to certain places. That's right. That's yeah, yeah, so folks coming so much from to be. Canada and <clears throat> yes, <clears throat> yes, okay. It is well, very. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna land the airplane, and I'm gonna turn it over to Captain Hop Harrigan, and um, we're gonna see if he can put the airplane down on this little grass strip. And uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I thank you guys for being on the show today. I appreciate it, and uh, hope you'll tune us in Monday evening at eight o'clock for. The Eastern Airlines uh, memories of a great airline. That's what we. Yeah, I just wrote that down. Okay. All right. Thank you, Neil. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Feeling well, hundred, all clear. Okay, this is Hop Harrigan coming in.
somewhere in flight They're taking you away And leaving me lonely Silver wings Slowly fading out of sight Slowly fading